Hello and welcome everyone to the podcast. I am Whitney and I'm Allie and we are here for your entertainment this week. Woohoo! And as always, hello to our mothers. Yes. Hi mom. Hi mom. <laughs> so, we talk about everything as per usual when it comes to pop culture and entertainment and we have lively commentary. Basically, as always, basically we take what we do at our desk and we bring it into a studio in front of a microphone. You get to hear what we talk about when we should be working during the day. Yes. Sorry, bosses. We obviously work, but we also have a lot of fun conversations, so we're bringing y'all in on it. Exactly. Because they're just so wildly entertainment for everybody else around us, so <laughs> we might as well add a studio and a microphone and see how it goes. Everyone else may disagree, but whatever. We enjoy talking, and we enjoy talking with you guys. Exactly. So, up this week... Um, want to talk about Carrie Underwood. So Carrie Underwood, there's been this, I don't want to call it a scandal, but it's kind of been a scandal that she fell. She had a really bad accident. She was apparently walking her dog. She tripped and fell um, and landed on her wrist and her face. And it required 40 to 50 stitches to repair. She hasn't shown any pictures of what her face looked like or what happened or anything um but there's been a lot of talk about you know oh is she gonna look the same it's it's been kind of a big like what what's gonna happen to carrie underwood and then uh, a few months ago she someone posted a selfie of her at the gym Mm -hmm. it was a fan of hers and everybody was like um i don't I don't see anything. No difference. It's a, no, there's no difference. But nobody, it kind of seemed like nobody really wanted to say anything about it. Like they were treading lightly. It's kind of a weird, kind of a weird story because, you know, didn't hear from her for a while, which, I mean, that happens with people in the public eye all the time. Maybe she was recording a new album. Maybe she's going to do a movie or TV show. Or obviously this was during the uh, hockey season for her husband. Busy time. Oh, that's a good point. Um. You know, it was just one of those things that I don't think we really heard anything about it until af- after the fact and, like, way after the fact, which is yeah probably the way it should be because by- basically by the time we heard about it, she was pretty much healed. Right. So she um, she was on HODA this, this week, and HODA finally just went out and said what everybody else has been thinking. Mm-hmm. And just looked at her and said, you look exactly the same. <laughs> we can't tell a difference. Yeah. So applause to Hoda for just saying what everybody else in the world was thinking. Uh-huh. And she actually came back and said, well, I have plenty of people to help shellac and plaster my face on so you can't tell a difference. But I was very scared for a while that I would be, she kind of basically said she thought she was going to be deformed from it. Mm -hmm. It still doesn't make any sense to me because even with makeup, I mean, makeup can only do so much. Yeah. But she really did have the best working on her after this accident happened. Exactly. So that always makes me wonder. I always wonder if celebrities, when something like this happens, like if you and I, if we walked out of the studio right now and walk down the street and we fall and we get in an accident and we go to the hospital, it will be any Tom, Dick, and Harry working on our face. Yeah. Whatever our, you know, locally, whatever they can do. Exactly. And it'll just be like, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. 
But celebrities, that's just not a thing. If you're a celebrity and you were in the public eye, uh, you probably, it's not that you'd want to plan for this, but you would, I'm sure you would have someone in your Rolodex that like, okay, I was in a car accident. This is who I need to go to in New York. This is who I need to go to in LA or Chicago or Nashville or whatever. Like you would know this kind of like, remember the story years ago about how um, JLo had her legs insured? Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, but understandably, because mm-hmm. if something happened, she would want to go to the best. So you have to imagine that all these people truly do, you know, they know who to go to when stuff like this happens. And well, they have to prepare for it. I, I, you know, as you guys have figured out by now, I am the resident conspiracy theorist. And my conspiracy theory is that the whole Illuminati thing is true. <laughs> and that the Illuminati just knows that Carrie Underwood was in trouble and so they get their team of doctors that they have like on reserve that they don't work on anybody else they just work on celebrities <laughs> they're like the best of the best of everything and they fixed her right up and she's as good as gold I would have someone ready in the wings if something like that happened to me just in case yeah if I if I if I even heck if I had the money here I would have like a really good dermatologist that I would see you know every two weeks or something oh, yeah I mean I absolutely if I had the means I would do that I think a lot of people would but also I'm sure that you know celebrities probably just you know healthcare and doctors in general they probably have a you know a pretty hefty list of people that they can go see wherever they're at in case whether there is an accident or an illness or whatever it may be you gotta plan ahead and that list is the roster for the illuminati <gasps> the celebrity illuminati i'm just saying i feel like i feel like i'm validated for this there's been rumors enough beyonce saying about it enough <laughs> i'm just saying i think that's what happened because also if you think about it if you get any like somebody that has money like an everyday joe yeah who goes and gets plastic surgery like let's say they get a facelift mm-hmm sometimes that facelift they're blinking their own lips but very true it just doesn't turn out right but it seems with celebrities whenever they get a nip or a tuck or something like that it's always perfection it, it has to be secret ring of doctors it has only to working be. on celebrities well the fact is i don't know if <laughs> they're exactly secret i think a lot of them have had their own reality shows and <laughs> that's true a lot of the famous plastic surgeons <laughs> have gone on to do their own reality shows like botched or exactly which is fascinating by the way yeah but i just think it's funny that carrie underwood was you know she talked about how horrific this accident was and she was staying you know away from the limelight so she could heal which i completely understand oh yeah that makes sense and so you're it's, i think she just kept prepping it so much that she was going to be this like horribly disfigured person and she's just as beautiful as she was the day before her accident yeah no this this isn't Phantom of the opera she wasn't no. walking around with half of her face covered i no. mean it's and obviously and i'm not exactly one to you know be into conspiracies but i think that there <laughs> there is more to it than she just what <laughs> i think that there may be a little more to it than she just fell yeah she took the dogs out and 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 fell but and i do love it too because when they talk about what happened this horrific accident that happened to her she was walking her dogs and she fell on her face but they don't say it like that they're like she tripped and landed on her wrist 
and her face and it's like very delicately put and when i was reading it i was thinking so she face planted like she tripped and face planted which we've all done and i mean and you have a pup and you have gotten caught up in the leash or you know stuff like that obviously you really can get messed up when that happens if you are in the wrong place at the wrong time now 40 to 50 stitches that seems like that seems extreme that that seems like a lot and i was you know, trying to figure out, I don't know what kind of dogs it was, because I think she had two, not just one, but I think there were two dogs. Yeah, it said that she was walking her dogs, plural. Um, but the article that I was reading from Refinery29 didn't say specifically what kind of animals they were, or what kind of dogs they were. So yeah. maybe they're huge dogs. Maybe she's got mastiffs that she decided to bolt. Or, yeah, because obviously, and it's, obviously she's light, and if they got a hold of her and tried, you know, carrying her... X amount down the block or something yeah that could have been really bad yeah so I mean glad she is not disfigured and deformed forever she still looks great and she also released music recently or recently right after the accident or whatever so more she's back out there more power to her she's chugging along exactly speaking of uh chugging along and celebrities uh Allie and I have many discussions about the Bravo Network because we are huge fans <laughs> of Housewives, Southern Charm, all of those fabulous shows that are on that network. Um, quality programming. Quality quality, programming. quality program. It's quality programming if you want to shut your brain off and just watch something ridiculous. And it's so fun. And it's so fun. Um, but the Real Housewives of New York, one Miss Countess Luann Delisips, uh, she was arrested at the beginning of the year, or actually it was Christmas that she was arrested um, and was charged with four felonies. And I looked up what the felonies were because I was just curious about it. Um, it was battery of an officer, disorderly intoxication, resisting arrest with violence, and crime against a person. I mean, that's like, wow. <laughs> like, she decided if she was going to, like, take from the the McDonald's menu of criminal law, she just, she picked one out of all categories. And you have all the uh, cast members of Real Housewives of New York, and even former cast members raising their hand when asked if you if you have ever been victimized personally yeah. by Luann. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's insane. But what what cracked me up is a uh, story came out on the Daily Dish on Bravo um, that she has agreed uh, for a plea deal in connection to it. And she's entering a plea for a lower misdemeanor charge. So more than likely, when she had a sentence that was going to put her in jail for, I think it was, uh, from what I read, was like close to 10 years or something like that. It would have been her third strike, right? I think so. Um, She is. Pleading, Allie's just hanging her head and shaking it. She's entering a plea for a lower misdemeanor charge. Now, let's go back. Let's go back, shall we? Um, Actually, this week, because uh, Real Housewives of New York is in their uh, current season, Mm -hmm. they have shown the arrest video. And I told Allie that she has to watch it because it's one of the most amazing things that I've ever seen. Just because the entitlement just oozes through the screen so the best part is she gets put in a cop car 
And she's like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And you can tell she's clearly intoxicated. Mm -hmm. So that kind of seems normal. Like, what did I do wrong? Okay, I get it. And then as she's sitting there, she all of a sudden just decides, well, I'm not dealing with this. And she (laughs) slips her handcuffs off her wrist and then gets up out of the car like, oh, sorry, not my table. And then she, um, what was the, uh, oh, she kicked one of the officers. When they were arresting her, she, like, donkey kicked them. Hence the charge for battery of an officer. (laughs) You think? Yeah. Yeah, so, and the whole time she just keeps going, let me go, I've done nothing wrong. And she's got that, like, entitlement in her voice. This, like, no, no, I'm so sorry. This is not my place. (laughs) Not in New York anymore. Yeah. You are. Not countess or former countess. Also, let's get that straight. Yeah, you're a former countess. You are a former countess. Now, what she's been saying, though, is because now this was when the show when she was, you know, doing her um, side interviews Mm -hmm. on the show and everything. But she said that she went down to Palm Beach where her and her ex-husband got married Mm -hmm. He was having a party, and she went to the hotel that they stayed at. They, she went to the restaurant where they used to eat. She went to the um, Italian place where they used to get vodka martinis. And, I mean, she was like, I did this to myself. I, I just kept put. Uh, basically, she was saying she pushed the envelope mm-hmm. on bringing back all these old memories. But I don't know. I don't I. I can see that you're upset and you understandably, but to get for it to go that far, I don't know. Yeah, for it to be like multiple felonies, basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how how that works, and I don't know how it works where you get charged originally with four felonies, and then you somehow get it pled down to a misdemeanor charge. I feel bad for those police officers that were involved because they have to be looking at the. Go- Looking at that going, are you serious? Yeah. Really? The, probably the one guy is the like. The video is there. Yeah. There the, is video. There's probably the one guy going, she took a door to my face. She kicked me. <laughs> she kicked me. She escaped her handcuffs, which is impressive. I can't lie. She slips those right off like they are just bangle bracelets. And this is also a good reminder that any other time, in most places, in most situations, they probably would have allowed her just to call a friend to come get her. Mm-hmm. You know, she, you know, maybe, maybe a ticket for public intoxication. But it just did not need to escalate like that. And it's just so stupid. How much money do you want to bet that what is not on the footage is her going, do you know who I am? I'm Countess Luann. Because that just sounds like something she would say. Oh, are you kidding? They still would have put that in there. That's true. They they wouldn't have missed that money shot. No well, way. But the the video is from like the cop car. It's like the dash cam type of scenario. Oh, isn't the Bravo video? Oh, because I yeah. thought you meant like Bravo crew. No, Bravo crew did not catch this. This is the footage that the like Palm, state put out that the Palm Beach police let Bravo. <laughs> Which. How did that meeting go? Yes, Florida. Yes. Another. So we know you arrested one of our cast members on one of our shows. What would it take to get that video? Well, from my understanding, 
the reason because you know florida is always in the news about some sort of crazy crime yeah. or something like that and they have and i don't know exactly what it is so i will not try to quote but um they have some sort of law that like makes that open where you can get that information like okay. it's, it's like an open record type of thing mm-hmm. so Bravo probably just called and was like, hey, Emailed we, the sun over. could you go ahead and just send that to at bravo.com? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no need to fr- Freedom of Information Act that one. Yeah, we, 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 we've got this under control. <laughs> We're just going to go ahead and show it to millions of people. So I, I but then she I, I'm wondering, too, if the reason why it got entered as a lower plea mm-hmm. is because she went to a rehab center probably now a rehab center is i I mean i would think that this would mean that she's you know an alcoholic or she has some some sort of problem or whatever that she needs to the way she kind of describes it on the show is that she just needed basically 21 days to dry out and she's gonna take a break from drinking and quote unquote take a break from it not i'm done drinking this has scared me enough you know i've been charged with all this stuff she's she's gonna take a can't do it again she's just gonna take a little vacation from booze oh jeez, that's a celebrity thing though that must be yeah money can't buy you class but it definitely can buy you a very 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 expensive lawyer (laughs) to get felony charges down to misdemeanors yeah uh so next up um, Rachel Bloom and Neil Patrick Harris were in kind of a weird uh, tweet war. I saw about that the this Tonys. morning. I saw that this morning. Yeah. So I guess uh, Neil Patrick Harris was at home watching the Tonys with his family. Um, and Rachel Bloom was set up backstage as like the backstage correspondent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And he tweeted out, who is that woman in the top hat backstage at the Tony Awards? Gideon, who is his child. Remarked that she says like and oh my god a lot. I'm well, so confused. Do I. I know. So do I. I was like, that was my my first selfish thought was ooh I do that a lot too. My thought was man he'd hate our podcast. I know. Very true. <laughs> Very true. So this is the thing that I thought was so fantastic, and I I'm a fan of Neil Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. I like him. I feel like he's a very classy guy. Mm-hmm. I lo- I love him. He usually stays very pretty even keeled on yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not in a lot of drama. Never heard a lot of. You know, I don't even think I've heard a single bad thing about him. No, but anyways. Um, but she tweeted him back and said, "I'm a big fan of yours. We've met numerous times, and my husband." Dan Greger wrote for How I Met Your Mother for five years. Notably, he wrote the episode where your character finally meets his father. Boom. Almost makes me wonder if this was on purpose. What do you mean? Like, he was throwing shade for some random reason. Like, there's some other reason to that. Because that's just weird. Well, I thought something like that. Like, it was just so random um and kind of out of his character yeah that's the only reason why i think that it was it was purely like he was trying to do a funny and it just failed miserably (laughs) is because he tweeted her back again and said indeed well said thank you for the reminder so how's backstage like you could tell he was like oh 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 gosh oh 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 foot and mouth foot and mouth so 
then um, she went on to do an interview with GQ, mm-hmm. and she pretty much blasts him. And she said she was going to say something like, this makes me sad, but then she was like, uh, I don't want to give him that. And then, you know, said what she said about, you know, my husband wrote for your show and wrote an art, uh, wrote an episode specifically for you. Yeah, one of the one of the biggest actual like episodes and scenes from that show. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Like one of the pinnacle points mm-hmm. of that show. Yep. Um, and she went on to say that it makes her, makes her scared for fame in general. The yes men, even if what you're saying is I don't know, kind of weird or unoriginal. You're still getting a lot of approval and dopamine surges for saying it. I really, really hope that I can surround myself with people who will call me out on my uh-huh. um, so that even if I ever were to have 27 million Twitter followers, I would just be kind of a person first and a famous person second, Ooh. which that is shady. That's deep. Yeah. So, I I truly like and I, I'm how am I like the conspiracy theorist one today? Like I there's something within this that makes me feel like there's more to it. Like he knew he knew exactly what he was saying when he tweeted that out originally. Hmm. I don't know if he didn't expect a backlash. What happened and how it kind of became a thing because obviously you know she started out on Broadway before she did My Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously has done a lot of Broadway. I I wonder if there's just something more there than just like, oh, yeah, I'm such a big star that I forgot that your husband actually kind of helped make me a star in those first five seasons of How I Met Your Mother. I, I could see that. I can I can reason a little bit with that. I mean, you know, I, can, I think I'm kind of even keeled on this one. Like I could see the conspiracy theorist side and I can also see the like, oh, Gosh. Whoops. Yeah, my bad. That's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Um, she said, I guess what I would say is the thing the thing that he responded, which meaning his tweet that he yeah. said, wasn't really an apology as much as like, well said, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it was it's not that it was dismissive. And I mean what it, especially if it was on an accident on accident, what would you say? Yeah. You know, besides Oh my bad, I don't really remember. And I don't know how many, and obviously sitcoms can have a lot of writers on them. There are some that, you know, you have, you know, smaller staff. There are some shows that, I mean, if you've ever seen, you know, Best Comedy Win, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing at the Emmys or Mm -hmm. Golden Globes, it's a heck of a lot of people that may go up on stage. Oh, yeah. So, you know, who knows? Some of my favorite podcasters will talk about how they wrote for the Ellen show or mm-hmm. for this show or for that show and I'm like wow I didn't even know that that's crazy yeah. it's because there's such a huge comedy writing team for yeah it's not like a one-man band and there's certain you know shows it's like okay this person really writes for this character this person writes for that one yeah it's just you know a lot of it you could have dozens of people yeah. on staff on a on a single show so I mean maybe we're all being a little over dramatic about it and it isn't all that uncommon for someone who's worked on a popular show to not know even after five seasons after five seasons that oh yeah they wrote the words that I was saying yeah but also I kind of I kind of feel like I, I a little bit have to side with MPH on this just because I feel like she was a little too sensitive like 
you had a, a mini Twitter thing back and forth, and yeah. then you felt the need to go to GQ magazine and keep bringing it up when it could have been something that was like, Neil Patrick Harris looked like an idiot, and you were like, oh, actually, my husband wrote for you. But then she just kept, you know. But also, if you're protecting your husband. I guess too. that's true. And too. kind of defending him like, uh, hey, wait a minute. And there, I think there was also something in there about how, obviously, you had mentioned about how they had met a number of times. There was something about how she had spent, like, recently had spent, like, 15 plus minutes with him. And that somewhere in their home, there's actually, like, a framed picture of Neil Patrick Harris and their family. Oh, I didn't know that. I saw that, yeah. So, like I said, I kind of wonder if this maybe goes a little bit deeper than just being like, hey, respect my husband. Yeah, you never know. But he did go on Twitter again because, you know, when you are a celebrity, that's how you, you know, do everything. Um, He said, sincerest apologies to Rachel for my Tony tweet. I failed to research her before pressing send, and what I thought was a funny comment in our living room must have been far from funny to read backstage mid-show. As a performer and as a parent, I should have known better. And then she responded back again and said, hi, thank you for this. Apology accepted. Okay. Mic, Mic drop. Rachel out. All right. So... Who knows? Maybe next he'll be on the next season of My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. You never know. Maybe they'll make make a story out of it. That would be cool. That would be cool. Well, that is everything we have this week for the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us again this week. We'll see you later. Woohoo! Bye, guys. Bye.